Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Warning Track Podcast on Impact 89FM. We've made it to the World Series. It's game one tonight. Today is Tuesday, October 20th. It's about 10 in the morning, game one tonight. And I'm Zach Sardenic here with my co-hosts, Michael Markoch, Jared Ramsey, Liam Jackson, and Darren Baydoon. How are you guys feeling going into game one? I'm excited. I think, I think this is, you know, in, in a season unlike any other, we ended up with the two number one seeds, kind of a battle of two sides, pitching versus hitting experience versus um, not experience. And I, I think we're in for a really fun series. Yeah, I have to agree. I um, This was my uh, World Series prediction, and uh, I feel pretty good about it. The Rays had me a little nervous. Um, I thought there was going to be blown leads in both series, uh, especially after they pulled Morton in Game 7. I uh, After the way he was looking, I, uh, I definitely thought that was a weird move, but it worked out for the Rays. Um, I'm really excited. I think that uh, Rosa Reina is – in MVP form right now, he is, um, he's hitting every single ball that's coming near the strike zone. And on the other end, Bellinger's doing the same thing for the Dodgers. Dodgers have a lot more hitting or stars that can turn into that guy. So I think this would be a really fun series. Yeah, no, I think, you know, I, I'm actually really excited too. I nearly got my picks nearly, nearly. I mean, it got to a game seven for both. I mean, but I'll take half of the World Series and you know, I feel like forget about that but no but I think that I feel like Tampa and the Dodgers are a team are two teams that stylistically I don't know I mean they they both can rely on good starting pitching they both have deep bullpens they both have you know a, a, a wide amount of hitters with Tampa having just a guy who's looks like an absolute star right now in a Rose Arena I mean he's one hit away from tying Derek Jeter's rookie record for hits in the postseason so I mean it's it's ridiculous to see how good he's been so far within along with hitting seven home runs um but no I think this should be a really good series I think these are both I mean they're both obviously great teams and I I wouldn't I probably would expect this to go six or seven yeah um I'm excited to one of the biggest payrolls against one of the smallest and um on one side the Dodgers have just even if you didn't know baseball, you can at least pick out three or four names in that lineup. And then someone who doesn't know baseball probably couldn't name one or two players in the Rays lineup. So it's a lot of, it's a lot of fun and I'm excited for him. Yeah, I'm super excited to just kind of see what comes out of this. Uh, I picked the Rays and the Dodgers in those last two series, as I think at the beginning of the championship series. Um, and the Dodgers just their comeback to seal the deal. Boy, Atlanta sports. Whew. They had a rough weekend. I mean, Georgia Tech got obliterated by Clemson. Georgia lost to Alabama. Atlanta actually won a football game, which means that they aren't going to be in the number one pick race anymore. I mean, that's just a rough weekend for Atlanta sports. But – in general, I think that this is going to be a fun, exciting World Series matchup. Michael kind of touched on it. Like, you've got the experience versus the youth. And you've got, like, the high payroll versus the Rays and their lower payroll. But the Rays have a lot of talent on that team. 
they're really good. And then there's the intrigue of uh, number one overall prospect, Juan Franco posted yesterday on his Instagram story a picture of a locker with a jersey on it that said Franco on the back and has the World Series patch. So now people are thinking he might be on the roster for them. And boy, would that be a place to make your MLB debut in the World Series. Like, cool. But just kind of, you guys kind of touched on a Rosarena, but Charlie Morton in winner take all games in his career. 4-0 with an ERA of 0.46. That's just absurd. If it, games, if it gets to game seven, you, he's got to be on the mound, right? Like, there's no way that you can throw anybody else. You've got to set your rotation so that he can be on the mound for game seven. In yeah, my- I, I was just going to say he's, um, he's just one of those guys you can see it. He has a different look in his eyes when he's um, out in elimination games. I mean, you could argue that Snell and Glasnow are the more talented pitchers, but when, it, when push comes to shove, Morton gets it done. Uh, Springer and uh, Correa were playing well in games five and six, and Morton completely shut them down. Um, at the beginning of game seven, which was huge. Um, they couldn't get any offense going and allowed Rosarena to man- pretty much on his own manufacture runs early in that game. Um, I think a big key to this series will be whether or not the Rays, um, the heart of the Rays lineup can return to form. Uh, they they only hit uh, 260 in the ALCS after hitting over 300. They're three, four, five hitters of Lowe, Diaz, and Adams. Uh, they're going to have to step up, obviously. Right now it's the Rosarena and Margot show on their offense, and they're going to need someone else to have a key hit for them um, and be consistent and get on base because right now I don't think they can win low-scoring games with three, four runs against the Dodgers. Yeah. And that kind of can bring us into our next little segment here. Like, I want to break down which team has the advantage in – four different categories in the starting pitching, the lineup, the defense, and the bullpen before we give our picks. So first, uh, let's give our thoughts on the starting pitching. Liam, if you want to start that one off and just tell us who you think has the advantage in the starting pitching department. Um, I mean, both teams, uh, both teams have good starting pitching, but I think the Rays um, have the advantage there. Uh, Thanks. I think, uh, like you said, Morton, if it comes down if they can close it out uh if it comes down to game seven i think they have the clear advantage there uh i think glass glass now and snow um compared uh to like i think dustin may i don't know if i trust but i think i think he's really talented i don't know if i trust him or kershaw um and then uh yeah i'm sorry i just lost my train of thought but i'm just gonna go i go i'm gonna go with the race uh in that department yeah, I'll probably agree with Liam on that. I mean, you look at – listen, you look at Snell. I mean, the guy's won a Cy Young, so it's not like he isn't an accomplished pitcher. And, you know, he's been – he's done well. I mean, it's, it's you know, the most that can be argued about him is whether, you know, the Rays have, you know, and especially you know, the last, last start against Houston, whether the Rays should have left him in for longer potentially. But, but um, you know, Glasnow is a, you know, huge fire-hurling – young guy who can come in there and who can just, you know, he, he's the kind of pitcher with the heat that can keep the Dodgers bats off balance just because, just because he has the power to do so. And then Morton, no, as we talked about, we've seen his bona fides. He did it when he was in Houston, when they won their world series, he's done it 
with Tampa in this postseason. The guy, when it comes to big games, he is just, you know, he, he focuses in, you know, like few others. And, you know, it's kind of, you know, you would think that maybe it would be more reserved for a guy who's maybe more, who's more considered to be, say, a star in the league. But, I mean, more than, you know, I mean, he's been, last several years now, I mean, even after, you know, once he's gone past 30, he's just gotten better and better, ironically enough. So, I mean, it's, you know, he's shown that he has ability to do that. And I would definitely have more trust because, I mean, May is obviously really young for the Dodgers. Bueller's pitched well, but he's, you know, I mean, again, he's still young. And Clayton Kershaw, you know, hey, I got burdened with saying that, you know, if he could have won game four against Atlanta, you know, that would have obviously – now, you know, that could give the Dodgers the best chance to win. Obviously, they just still did win the series, but they won it in spite of that performance. He has the postseason resume he does. I – I can't say I trust him. I can't just because he just hasn't, it hasn't gone his way, whether it's necessarily his direct fault or not. He just has not been able to generate the results in the postseason on, on, a, on a large enough basis. So, you know, I could, I still think the Dod. I don't think the Dodgers are going to be horribly by any means, but if I, you know, I think the Rays overall, you know, I think Morton with his big game experience, I think that definitely puts them over the edge for me. Yeah, I mean, I'll make it three for the Rays. Like, I like when when it comes to series like this, I like breaking it down in terms of actual matchups. So, like, tonight it's Kershaw versus Glass now. And based on how we've seen Clayton Kershaw perform this postseason, I think you have to give the advantage to the Rays. Uh, game two, probably Snell and Bueller. And I would give the advantage to the Rays again. And then, I mean, you would even go to game three. You're looking at Morton versus May. And, I mean, that's – like I said, like, I mean, I think Liam touched on it. May is an incredibly talented young starter, but I don't think this is a big moment and he did not pitch well in game seven. It, and I just. Actually, it's Bueller set up to go game three against potentially May. They wanted Bueller to be able to, or against potentially Morton, they wanted Bueller to be able to pitch game seven on regular rest. So they set up uh, Bueller to go game three. The Dodgers have not announced the starter for game two, um, but we're assuming it's going to be May, just like um, we're assuming. He only went like two innings in game seven, so he could probably Yeah, around. just like we're assuming the game three for the Rays will be Morton, even though that hasn't been technically announced either. All right. Well, I mean, I'll still give the Rays then the edge in game two, Snell over May for sure. Um, then game three would be Morton versus Bueller which, I mean, it's not game seven, Charlie Morton. So, you know, who knows? But Bueller, Bueller, I remember in 2018, pitched game three of the World Series and was absolutely phenomenal. Uh, he's pitched on the stage before. So, I mean, I'd almost say I, I could give the Dodgers even the edge there. Game fours will probably be a bullpen game for each team, Yarborough for the Rays and whatever the Dodgers choose to do, whether that's Urias or something else. Uh, and then, I mean – five through seven is just to repeat. So, but I would say out of those, I would say give the race two out of three out of the three starters in those matchups. And so I would say the race. All right. Um, jumping into the lineup part of it. Uh, so we're comparing two very differently constructed teams. The Dodgers are – have one of the highest payrolls in baseball. Um, they go out and they get stars. Um, they just paid Mookie bets this season. 
after acquiring him from the Red Sox. And we have the Rays who are built in sort of a money ball type of sense where they um, focus on homegrown talent. They have the smallest payroll in baseball. Um, but it's worked out for them, obviously. They have amazing pieces. Um, right now, I would, I would have to say I'm leaning towards the Dodgers. Um, just the sheer firepower in their lineup is something that the Rays can't contend with. If they can get pet, if the Dodgers can face up well against the starting pitching, I think it's wraps for the series. Um, when you go Betts, Muncy, Turner, Bellinger, Seeger, who is the best hitter on the planet right now, it's just it's a daunting task for any for any starting pitching lineup, even if even if it's the Rays All Star staff. Yeah, and that's kind of. I forgot to say my uh, pitching. I didn't realize that everybody had already gone. So with the pitching, I'm going to give it to the Dodgers because of the fact that I think that the Dodgers hitters are going to do a much better job. Um, And I think that Snell and Glasnow are both really good. But Bueller, if, if Bueller can get past his blister problem that he's had, which I know is really tough to pitch with a blister, because you don't get any feel for your pitches and they don't move the right way. But if he can get past that, I think he is probably the most talented pitcher in the series. I think that Clayton Kershaw is still really, really good. He's got to get through the postseason bugaboo, but a lot of times it hasn't been his fault, things that have happened. Like when they've lost games that he's been blamed for, a lot of the times it's been other things that have happened in the game, whether it's one run of, one support, of run support, he gives up three. Or like he still has quality starts in those games. And then May is obviously a wild card, and I'd give the Rays definitely Bueller over – or Morton over uh, – actually Snell is the one that's matched up against May. I'd definitely give them Snell over May, but I'm taking uh, Kershaw – over Glasnow and Bueller over uh, Morton. So I'd give it to the Dodgers. And then in terms of the lineup, kind of like Jared said, I think that the Dodgers just have so much talent. And Corey Seager is hitting phenomenal, phenomenally. And he's just been – if he can be that good for them as well as the rest of the pieces they've got, it's going to be really tough for them to beat. Yeah, I think the lineup is where the biggest uh, the biggest advantage for the Dodgers are uh, when comparing these two teams. I think, like in the, the CS for the for the Rays, they kind of relied on Rosarena hitting a homer or or pushing across a couple of runs, and they, could, they had trouble manufacturing runs. But the Dodgers can get it from anywhere in the lineup. Like they got that big pinch at homer from Kiki. Uh, they got they just have so many so many players that can. Uh, get it done there's not a weak spot in that lineup so I think that's uh, that's if they're going to win the series obviously it's going to be because of that lineup the Dodgers have two MVPs in their lineup two I mean you know it just and along with that you have you talk about having guys like Turner who's been a great hitter for a long time Muncie who's coming off back to back 30 home run seasons um you know AJ Pollock has been you know even as a lower as a lower than life has can be productive um Jock Peterson with 30 play, like it, it's like any guy you can p- bring in there they probably hit you know 
for what, you know, they hit for some other, some good number last year. I mean, it's no, they're incredibly deep and it's incredibly talented. The Rays, I mean, do they, yes, they have the hottest guy in a Rose arena who has been phenomenal, but outside of that, you know, guys like Brandon Lowe have done, have not performed well at all uh, in the postseason, especially against Houston. You know, I mean, they, they were very inconsistent with their bats in that entire series, despite the fact that, you know, Houston's pitching overall on paper shouldn't be, shouldn't have been, you know, you wouldn't think they would be that strong, but you know, when they weren't, that's a credit to the Astros and how they played this postseason. But yeah, you know, I mean, you know, Tampa, Tampa was, they did have bats. I mean, you've got a Rosarina, you also have Austin Meadows, you have, um, you know, you have other guys in that lineup who, you know, can be good hitters, but a lot of times in that series against Houston, they went flat. And I mean, I don't know if they're capable of say having a game like the Dodgers did in game three against the Braves where, you know, you just rip off 11 runs in the first inning, just like that. And it's just like, Holy crap. Okay. This game's over. <laughs> so you know, the Dodgers are a team that has the ability to do that. I don't know if the Ray, even though, yes, they have good hitters, but I don't know if they have the ability to do that. And so in terms of their ceiling, I think the Dodgers have a much higher ceiling than the Rays in terms of the potential for their lineup for years. I'll kind of touch off of what Liam said, basically, of how the Dodgers have no holes in their lineups. But then I'll kind of, I'll kind of expand on it by saying as long as they don't create their own, because – the Dodgers have a habit of just kind of going quiet for innings, games at a time. And, I mean, as hot as Seager has been, he went 0 for 5 in game 7. So, I mean, it's getting, I think getting Bellinger kind of back into the swing of things was very important. I mean, I mean, their MVP has got to be MVPs. Mookie's got to hit. Bellinger's got to hit. Seager's got to hit. If they go cold for an extended period of time, there's all of a sudden they're going to they're gonna be facing another deficit that they need to come back from. Um, but, they, I mean, they definitely have the advantage. One through nine can hit in their lineup. The Rays, we all know their struggles so far, except for Rosarena. And I think as long as the Dodgers MVPs play like MVPs, this will be, this will be a fairly easy win for the Dodgers. So everybody's on board with the Dodgers in terms of lineup? All right, now we'll go to the defense side of things, which can be really important in close games in the postseason, especially in the World Series. I'll, yes. Okay, I'll start with defense then. And um, there's like, there's two, I mean, I mean, Mookie Betts was incredible in the NLCS. I mean, two catches of the year candidates at the wall. Um, then the Rays have Kiermeyer, who saved the Rays multiple times in game, I want to say, what, game two, something like that. Um, I mean, but defensively, the Rays have just, they're very fundamentally sound. They're very good. Um, I mean, as are the Dodgers, you're looking at two teams that are just very good defensively to back up their pitchers. Um, but, I mean, advantage-wise, I'm going to give it to the Rays. I think they're a bit more fundamentally sound. And I just think, I just think overall that they're better than the Dodgers in this department. I I agree, but uh, I'm going to go with the Rays. But I feel like um, the Dodgers made, I don't know how to put the last two series, the Bellinger catch against the against the Padres, uh, against Tatis' go at a home run, and then the two Mookie Betts catches. They made big plays and big times. So um, overall, I think the Rays are better, but the Dodgers, uh, Bellinger and 
and Mookie in the outfield, it's hard to get anything to, to drop out there. So there is, I, I don't think, I don't think that's a, a weakness for the Dodgers, but I think the Rays is just more of a positive for them. Yeah, no, I, it's, it's tough because, you know, I mentioned how, you know, the Dodgers have two MVPs in their lineup. I mean, those same two MVPs have been maybe their two best defensive players in the postseason so far with the amount of huge plays that both Bellinger and Betts have made in the outfield and saving multiple different home runs. Um, I think, though, I just might give the slight edge to Tampa just because I think all around, you know, I talked about in the series against Houston how just, I mean, and we've, and we've said, and we've already said how just they are a team that is so fundamentally sound and they don't beat themselves. They are always in the right position or at the very least in a position that is not going to, um, you know, cost them in any sort of, you know, in any sort of way, even if, you know, that maybe they don't, you know, even if they don't, you know, make the immediate play. I mean, it's not, you know, they're never going to be in a position to where, especially on defense, they're going to be out of position or anything like that. I mean, that's a big reason why they were able to beat Houston for the first three games in that series is because they, they, were, they were able to just to catch everything. doesn't matter if it was hit hard or, you know, whether it was hit hard or not. I mean, Houston could just could not buy a hit just because the Rays had the positioning on like every, you know, on just every well-hit ball. So I think the Dodgers, I think both teams will probably not, I don't expect both teams to make many mistakes at all in this series, um, if at all, just because they, you know, they have a ton of smart, versatile players um, who are capable of making big plays on defense. But I, I'll, I think a slight edge goes to the Rays. Although the Dodgers maybe do have two, the two, arguably the two best defenders in this series in Betts and Bellinger. I think uh, I think you guys are spot on. I think the outfield matchup defensively is very interesting. Um, Kiermaier's been an absolute hawk out there. He's caught every single ball that's left center or right center. Um, and a Rosarain and Margot on either side of him isn't bad either. But to your point, Bellinger and uh, Betts have made insane catches throughout the postseason. I think I'm going to have to give the advantage to the Dodgers on this one. I think their infield talent is really good. I think I think Turner is um, the best first baseman in the series. And I think, um, I don't know, I just, I'm going to lean the Dodgers on this one. And I think Mookie Betts is going to carry over that great gold glove, gold glove play and make another spectacular catch at some point this series. Yeah, I, I'm going to have to agree with the majority here. I think that the Dodgers have a lot of talent defensively, especially that infield is really talented. Um, but I think the Rays, they're just – they're so solid defensively. In that series in the ALCS, they were really good against anything the Astros did. The Astros hit the ball really well all series long. The Rays just made plays. And that's the thing – I don't remember exactly who said it, but one of you guys said the Rays just, they don't beat themselves. They put themselves in a position to win, especially on the defensive side. They make the play, they make every play that they're supposed to make, and then they make a few that they aren't supposed to make, and that's enough for them. That's been enough for them to win the games. Whether that'll be enough for them to win games in this series, that might be a different story. But I think I'm going to give them the edge defensively. Now we move into the last category before our picks, the bullpens. We'll see what you guys think. We want to go back around the other way. Uh, Jared, why don't you start us off with this one? 
I think this is a very interesting matchup. Um, the Rays bullpen is kind of summation of their whole team. Um, it's kind of a uh, conglomerate. Um, they don't have a clear guy that carries the bullpen. They've had, they had 12 guys during the regular season that um, got a save for them. They've had three dudes that have had saves during the postseason. They really just rely on the talent of their parts rather than one or two guys. Um, they have Yarborough, who can be a starter or a long reliever. They have Curtis, who can do that as well. Um, I And on the Dodgers' side of the ball, um, Henley Jansen is definitely not what he used to be in terms of a dominant closer guy who can come in and get you three, four outs at late in the game. Um, Trenian was their guy in games one and two of the CS, um, and he blew it, which isn't a good sign because he's supposed to be the closer to the future, and he is their main setup dude right now. So I'm a little concerned about the back end of the Dodgers lineups. I could see them blowing a game or two in this series because of that. So I'm going to have to lean the Rays on the bullpen side of, side of things. Uh, I'll be a little different. I think, I think, in a vacuum, I think the Rays have a better bullpen. But if I, just for the series, I think this is. I think Urias, uh, Brad Raw, I think Trinan's going to be better. I, don't, I think that they're going to be the difference for the Dodgers. I think they're going to have a good series. You saw Urias go a couple innings in Game Five and Seven. Is that right? Or he did, did a couple, or maybe it was. I don't know, it might have been against the Padres where he went a couple innings too, but I don't know, game seven he went the last two or three and he was really good. Grad Raw's stuff is nasty. Um, I just think that they're going to be the uh, – they're going to they're gonna help close a couple like, – a couple guys like that are coming to pitch multiple innings at the back of a couple games and uh, closing out for them. Sorry, I was mute. <laughs> this is a tough one, too, because on paper, both – I mean, I'm tempted to take the Rays just because the Dodgers' bullpen, even though during the year, you know, you look at guys like – obviously, you have Jansen, you have Urias, you have Trehan. Like, you have a good – you have a stable of good prove of and proven relievers who have, who have been good, like, in, in, in different other, – in other spots. But for whatever reason, once it gets to the postseason, things just get – complicated with it and you know they you know whether you talk about Jansen's declines and how you know how he's not you know I mean he's not a sure thing anymore although he did his last his last inning he pitched in uh the CS series against the Ray or not Rays against the Braves he struck out the side but they didn't use him in game seven they kept Urias in, which they should have because he was on he was just in a zone that game and he's I think on the broadcast after they said he had I think that was what he had pitched 16 straight innings or 18 straight innings or something like that out of the bullpen without giving up a run or something like that, which is, or like one run ball basically or something like that, which, you know, which obviously it's great. And I feel like that's good for the Dodgers because you look at how the Royal Yarborough plays for Tampa and how he's their long man out of the bullpen for their bullpenning games. When they do that, I feel like Urias can be the guy that can match that. Like I expect him, you know, if, if game four say is a bullpenning game, I expect, both those guys, those are probably the two games where that's going to be the key for each of those guys to be pitched in just because of how, you know, how they've been, how they're used. Um, I think though, I'm going to go with the Rays just because again, 
they've proven so they're both it's it's the strength it's usually the strength of their team overall they've always been able to have a really deep bullpen with a lot with a lot of guys who can you know pitch long who can pitch you know pitch however they need to frankly um and with the Dodgers it's just I don't know it's just whenever again whenever it gets into the postseason there's there's something that comes up where it's just they just don't seem as reliable as you would like them to be um a little more volatile, so I think yeah. Because of that, I'm gonna I'm gonna give a slight edge to the race here too. I I would I mean I'm gonna agree that I think it's the race. I think like we all know the Dodgers have the big name players in their bullpen. They have Jansen, they have Baez, they have Gretel, they got Urias now. I they got all these players, these hard throwing guys who can come out and just they're flamethrowers, and that's how they try to get people out. But the Rays back into the bullpen has been very good this postseason. They've had players like Castillo, Anderson, Loop, Curtis, all coming out um, very late, and they're able to they're just able to close games. I mean, there's been rarely any times in this postseason that we've seen the Rays with like a one-two run lead in the ninth and see them blow it. They just don't do it. They got they're able to shut games down. The Dodgers have been kind of shaky on the back end but they do have the big name guys who have been in these games before. But I think just, you know, there's just, there's just a calmness about the Rays just all together. It's just, like we said, they're very fundamentally sound. They're very well managed. They're just, there's just a calmness. There's no real, no, I don't think you're going to see a pitcher come out of the Rays bullpen and be afraid of the moment. I think they're going to be ready. And in those one, two run games, late in the games when they need to get wins, the Rays have proven that they can shut it down. Yeah, I think that the Rays are going to have the advantage in the bullpen. I think that this stat is kind of amazing to me. The Rays now, dating back to last season, have won 63 straight games when leading after seven innings. You get past seven innings and you're trailing, you're in trouble against this Rays bullpen. The Dodgers have good pitching in the bullpen. They've struggled in the World Series and in the playoffs over the past few years. But honestly, even if they hadn't, I'm not sure there's a bullpen in all of baseball that I'm taking over the Rays in terms of consistency and talent as a bullpen. Now, will Kevin Cash's decision sometimes come back to bite him, like the decision that he made to take out Morton, which didn't hurt him in that series, but it might in a World Series like this. But – that's what the Rays have always been known for. That's what they've done. They make those decisions. They play the bullpen game. They play like that. And it's gotten them to where they are, and we'll have to see if we can get it there or if they can finish it. And that'll bring us into our last little bit here, making our World Series picks. We'll go through the line. Michael, if you want to start it off, we'll each give our picks, and then we'll see what happens with them. You want MVPs too or just the pick? Yeah, give MVP as well. Okay. I mean, like I said, I'm very excited for the series. I think we have two very evenly matched teams that kind of even out, you know, between their pitching and their hitting. Uh, the Dodgers, obviously, this is their third year. This is their third year here out of four. They haven't yet got it done. This is, you know, we've, we've been saying this entire time. This, this has to be the year. And I think it will be. I think the Dodgers are going to win this series in seven games. And I think because of his two performances in games three and seven, I'm going to go with Walker Bueller for World Series MVP. 
I like it. Um, I'm going to follow up on the um, pitcher for MVP, but I'm going to go the other way. Um, I picked the Dodgers all throughout the this this podcast throughout the playoffs just because I think they have the best roster in baseball. That's what's got them here so far. But I really like what I've seen from the seeing from this Rays team, even though they almost choked against the Astros. <clears throat> I think they, they're probably the only team that is pitching from top to bottom that can um, silence this, the Dodgers bats. And I think that that's what, what's going to win them this series. So I'm going to go Rays in six. And I'm going to go Blake Snell as MVP with two wins, including a dominant game six performance. Uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Dodgers in six. I think their lineup is going to be too much. Um, I think that, I think Kershaw is going to finally get that ring. I think he's going to hopefully, I'm not a huge Dodgers fan. I'm just, I'm just my Kershaw. A good start. Hopefully, put some of that hate to rest. And uh, I think uh, I think Ballinger after that go at homer in Game Seven, he'll keep that going. I think he'll have a big series, and I think he'll take the MVP. Yeah, I mean the Dodgers have been my. I mean they were my ultimate pick to win the World Series at the start. I mean I've kept in there, but at the same time I gave the Rays three out of four advantages in like the categories we just went over. So it's like. Oh, it's tough. I mean, it's. I think that my head tells me like the Dodgers' big game experience. They've been here before. They're hungry. Like they, they, like they, they, you know, they know it's like this is like now or never. Like they have to win one to ballot, you know, just because they, can, you know, you can't get to this point again and not get it. But Tampa, to me, I don't know. They just look like a they. They're. I mean, they're a team that I feel like is due too. Um. So it's just. I don't want to – oh, boy, this is hard because I don't want to go against my original pick. Um, I'll stick with the Dodgers. I think it's going to be very – I think it's going to be a close series. Um, I think, though, that – I think the, the slight – the edge in their lineup or their you – know, it seems at least, you know, their better capacity to, to score runs in bunches. And I think – the pitch in terms of pitching, I think they'll be able to do enough to uh, to keep the Rays maybe not you know maybe not off balance, but just to the point where you know their offense won't be quite able to keep up with the Dodgers. And I'll I'll keep my pick. I'll keep my pick. My original pick for even though it's not the matchup, I'll keep my original pick and I'll say Dodgers win. Yeah, um, I've been going back and forth throughout this podcast in my head on who I wanted to pick for this series. I think I'm gonna go with the Rays in seven games. I think that Morton is gonna be is gonna pick up another game seven win. I think that the blister problem from Bueller is gonna flare up again in the big moment. But I really think that Kenley Jansen's gonna have those bugaboos again. I think that Kershaw's gonna pitch well in his two starts, but I think that the Rays are gonna win and I'm gonna go with Oroz Arena to continue his insane run and pick up a World Series MVP in a run that's going to go down in baseball lore forever. So unless anybody has any final thoughts, we will be back with you guys. We're hoping to do a live 
reactions episode during one of the games of this World Series. So stay tuned for information on that. And we will be back with you guys then. For my co-hosts, Michael Markoch, Jared Ramsey, Darren Badoon, and Liam Jackson, I'm Zach Sardenic. Thank you for listening to the Warning Track Podcast on Impact 89 FM.